0: Alright, howdy, Thunkers! This is your host, Zeb. As always, I'm back. Season 2, I believe, episode 18. and didn't feel like looking it up. I believe it's 18. Welcome back, and I know I just released an episode last week with a warning that I may not be back until October due to taking three master's level certificate college courses, but that didn't go as planned. <laughs> Long story short, I realize it is not the right time in my life to take on such a responsibility, and I've dropped all courses until further notice. It wasn't an easy decision to make, but I'm actually proud of myself for making it. The good news is I'll be keeping my weekly schedule on this podcast. You can expect a new episode every Thursday as planned, unless something crazy happens. And I am taking a vacation uh, June, July, about a, 10 days long where I'm going to Jamaica. That, no podcast that week. Sorry, not really sorry. Anyway, quick recommendation segment before we get into our main topic. This week I'd like to recommend my favorite Japanese anime show, Gurren Lagann. I'm a comic book nerd and I love Japanese culture, so it only makes sense. I'd love these ver- their version of the comic books there over in Japan. Gurren Lagann is the teen animated TV series that follows the sci-fi fantasy adventures of a group of humans forced to live underground by a tyrannical evil overlord known as the Spiral King. Their journey to the surface, where they come across giant mechanical war machines that they eventually use to face their evil suppressor, is a wild ride. The heights this show goes to by the end of its 27 episodes was beyond my wildest dreams of what any story could possibly go. Plus, it checks all the boxes of what a cliche anime show should have. Check it out. It's on Netflix. Netflix right now, all 27 episodes, like 30 minutes an episode, really cool characters. Um, And I think it's, it's my favorite anime. It's amazing. Now for the main story, this episode is called The Cult of Personality. Merriam-Webster defines the term cult of personality as a situation in which a public figure, such as a political leader, is deliberately presented to the people of a country as a great person who should be admired and loved. Examples of this would be Joseph Stalin of the Soviet Union, Mahatma Gandhi of India, and Donald Trump. Okay? So got pictures of each individual and good rep- good uh, representation of them being like cult of personality on the blog post if you want to check that out link will be in the description of the podcast. But this podcast episode isn't about the term itself. This podcast is about the song of the same title. July 14th, 1988 a song titled "The Cult of Personality by the band Living Color that's CoLOUr was released by the pub- released to the public. The track reached number 13 in the Billboard Hot 100, number 9 on the Billboard Album Rock Tracks chart. It won the Grammy Award for the Best Hard Rock Performance at the 32nd Annual Grammy Awards. Its music video won the MTV Video Music Award of the Best Group Video and MTV Video Music Award for Best New Artist. The song was ranked number 69 on VH1's 100 Greatest Rock Hard Songs. The solo was ranked number 87 in Guitar World's 100 Greatest Guitar Solos list. It was selected for inclusion in the musical reference book 1,001 Songs You Must Hear Before You Die and Thousand and One You Must Download. An even better accolade, it is one of my favorite songs of all time, and that's saying something because I listen to a lot of music and a lot of different kinds of music. I've always loved this song. I've loved it as a kid. When I I find a song I love, I play it over and over and over again until I'm sick of it. Then a few months or years goes by and I hear it again. Some songs don't sound the same when I'm older, when they come back into my life. I'll hear a song and literally think, how did I ever enjoy this garbage? But not this song. Cult of Personality I've fallen in love with over and over again throughout my life. Just the other day, it came on through my car speakers via my old iPod that I keep hooked up. With all my 1,030 songs on Shuffle, I jammed out and realized it deserves a podcast episode of its own. I was in the showers like, I have to do a podcast episode on this. When I listen to a song, I'm listening from either one of two's perspectives. Okay, so depending on my mood, concentration level, or perhaps even how the wind is blowing that day, I'm not exactly sure why I listen to a song music one way or the other. I'm either listening to music for the feel of it where i'm sensing the rhythm the beat the overall mood of the composition and how it plays with the vocals or i'm listening to the lyrics or more accurately the message the artist is trying to convey two different very very different things and i can love one song for its its mood and think the lyrics are kind of stupid <laughs> or i can love a song for the message it's giving and not be the biggest fan of how it sounds i've listened to living colors cult of personality so many times many in both different perspectives both many times and i love i love it through both lenses the guitar riff used in the song was supposedly stumbled upon while practicing a completely different song. Vernon Reed, the founder, songwriter, and lead guitarist, played the riff by accident, and upon hearing it the, the first time, realized it had he had made a killer sound. Reed also plays the legendary guitar solo during the song, and which I consider to have the same level of epicness as the guitar solo from Leonard Skinner's Freebird, which... I'm, I'll probably have to make an episode about Leonard Skinner sometime, but the two solos, guitar solos, have very different sound, but both always make me do air guitar moves every time I hear them. It's such an amazing guitar solo and cult of personality, um, and it's very heavy, very... Like heavy hitting. As a kid, I enjoyed the song for its heavy metal feeling, but didn't really understand what the song was about. Now, as an adult, I've recognized the major names referenced and the significance of the message. The song begins with an edited quote from the beginning of Message to the Grassroots, a speech by Malcolm X. It says, and during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. And during... A rest in the music at 4:35, 4 minutes 35 seconds. John F Kennedy's inaugural address is heard. Ask not what your country can do for you and then a, you know, big guitar riff. The song ends with Franklin D Roosevelt saying, "The only thing we have to fear is fear itself." from his first inaugural address. The lyrics mention John F Kennedy, Benito Mussolini, Joseph Stalin, and Mahatma Gandhi according to Vernon Reed you know the songwriter Adolf Hitler was originally also going to be in the lyrics but was pulled due to fear that referring to him would be misconstrued and too controversial Uh, but Adolf Hitler is definitely a good example of the cult of personality how he got an entire nation to be okay with mass murder Um, but he was pulled from the lyrics, and that's fine. All the other examples they use are pretty good, too. For their overall meaning of the song, allow me to read the words of Vernon Reed himself in an interview with the Ringer Ringer.com's Alan Siegel in May of 2018. Reed says, quote, The whole idea was to move past the duality of that's a good person and that's a bad person. What do the good and the bad have in common? Is there something that unites Gandhi and Mussolini? Why are... They are who they are, and part of it is charisma. Cult of personality was about celebrity, but on a political level. It asked, what made us follow these individuals who were larger than life, yet still human beings? Aside from their social importance, Malcolm X and Martin Luther King both looked like matinee idols. That was a strong part of why their message connected. Even now, it's why Barack Obama has that certain something, end quote. This song is describing a phenomena... That has shaped the greatest empires of man for better and for worse. The cult of personality has pushed humanity to accomplish feats that previous generations couldn't even dream of, and it has also driven humanity to commit horrors we all thought we weren't able to commit. The actual lesson... Of the lyrics may have escaped me when i heard this song as a teenager but i did recognize the magnitude of the topic when i heard it i may not have understood exactly what cory glover the lead vocalist was singing about but through the power of the medium that is music i understood it was worth listening to lastly the music video now I heard the song dozens of times through my headphones attached to my iPod in high school homeroom or in the football locker room pumping myself up for a big game, sometimes just played on repeat over and over. But it wasn't until a few years ago that I watched the music video as it popped up in my Facebook feed that... I was blown away. I was brought right back to why I loved the song in the first place. I hadn't heard it in years. Corey Glover's performance is moving to me. His facial expression says it all. His brow is pinched, pinched in the center and his lips are curled as he gives the crowd a hateful stare. It is as if he is channeling the anger of generations. As he sings, his mannerisms seem to portray profound frustration with the ways of the world. And he and as he stomps his feet on stage and swings his dreads around in fury, all this while actual propaganda used on the masses of the past is playing in the background and a small impressionable girl stares at her TV unaware of how much she is being influenced by the poison of political agendas. It's amazing. You got to watch the video. It's on the blog post, but you could just look it up. Call it personality on YouTube and it'll pop right up. You'll see Corey Glover's very angry face singing this song and a personal story that goes along with the song. I was always a big fan of it. I was introduced to it by Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. It's on the radio station there. A song a game I definitely should not have been playing at the age I played it, but it got me into really good music this being one one of the songs. And then I kept playing it on my iPod. I played it for one of my my homeroom teacher who was typically not a very emo, you know, not a very relatable guy not one of those teachers you really get along with but he heard it over my headphones one time and was like that's a good song like you should you should look into that song it's really good he was um political he was like social science kind of teacher and he he understood the meaning of it all he's like you should look into it. it's a great song sounds cool cool message and one time in homeroom i had a an african-american classmate um he was kind of like this goofy guy he's like hey man zeb what do you he, he talked like this i don't know <laughs> I, I'm, he was like man zeb what do you listen to that white boy music for because he heard metal right and i said live in color is one of the first all black speed metal bands this is not a white boy music this is people music okay these guys are all black dudes which was pretty much unheard of in the metal world um that's just a small side note of what makes them unique but they're an all black metal band and their sound is amazing and usually people find that out after they fall in love with their music um but it's just a cool side note to it thanks for listening who to thunkers i love this song this is like my second episode about a single song hope you enjoyed it like i said i'm gonna keep this schedule because i no longer have classes and i hope you keep tuning in until next week i'll talk to you next time